Greetings, everybody. Welcome back. Run Your Mouth Podcast. It's time for the uh, Saturday deep dive. Is it a Sunday? Only if you want it to be a Sunday. If you want to party today, pretend like it's still Saturday and then go into work more hungover than you usually do on a Monday. You can do that. Saturday is whatever day you want to make it. I give you that freedom in your mind. We're going deep. How deep we talking here? We're talking when you get up on your tippy toes, you get a little extra penis into that vagina hole. That's how deep we're going to go. I, that's not that deep. That we're talking about centimeters there. So that that wasn't a great reference. I should have came up with a better one to start the show. But we're going deep. We're getting intense here. Uh, we're uh, we're we're going to be talking about a topic. I can't even mention the topic. You mentioned the topic this soon into the episode, you get censored. You know what? You can mention this early into an episode without getting censored. Your t- your your sponsors, sheathunderwear.com, where uh, you could be filling it up with kratoms. That's how you tie the two together. You get yourself a kilo of kratoms. And you shove them all into that sheath dick hole, and then you just keep your wiener hole where you normally would keep it. And now you got both sheaths and your kratoms all in a day's work. You do that, send me a picture. Don't even wear pants. Just fill up the the sheath hole with kratoms, and then you win the Run Your Mouth Listener of the Year award, which isn't a real contest, but you know we could start it. Uh, submissions, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. All right. Um, we're going to be talking with Steven from uh, Lisa Chiropranking. If you guys are familiar with the Run Your Mouth podcast, he's had the inside scoop uh, Corona this whole time because he's friends with Fauci. He doesn't want to mention that part, but uh, you know, I used to work with him. And so he gets like all the inside information and I'm not trying to blow up his spot. I'm just trying to let you guys know just how credentialed Steven is uh, to be discussing these topics. And so we're going to be, we're going to be getting into that. But before we do that, uh, you know, there is some news from the last couple of days uh, before we do the news, you know, sometimes I go out and I experience life and I can report back. Um, so I just want to let you guys know, I went to see Ween on Friday night and balloons are not as friendly as they look. I know you're thinking, hey, when I was in my 20s, I had all sorts of balloon parties. I'd go to concerts. They had balloons out in those parking lots, and it's not the same. Um, I uh, Basically, my lungs hurt today, but I did get to reconnect with a uh, Metro North ticketing machine. I did get to sit down, wait for a train, and really just stare at one spot for about 20 minutes and, and feel the connection that you like to feel with ticketing machines. Um, I forgot the bond that I had with Metro North ticketing machines, but just next time you're out there, you know, three balloons for $20 might seem like a great deal. It might seem like it's a really wonderful party that you can have while you're waiting for your train to come. Uh, but I'm letting you know balloons there. Uh, and some of you don't even know what I'm talking about. So we can get into the news quick weekend roundup of news stories before we bring, uh, Steven on. Uh, and obviously the biggest story of the week is going to be, uh, is Biden going to kill us? I mean, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, it looked like Corona was over. You know, like, have you ever seen, this is the problem with confidence. Our whole lives are always telling you that you should have confidence or that confidence is like a marker of like whether people know what they're talking about. And I I think like we need to get rid of that. It's not an indicator of that people are qualified and you shouldn't approach situations with confidence. We almost need to flip this on its head where all of a sudden you're like, ah, that guy's confident. So clearly he just knows how to be full of shit because that's really all confidence is. It's just something that they teach you so you can pretend like you're competent and you know what you're doing. Or sometimes the least confident people are so stupid, they don't realize that they shouldn't be confident. And so then they step forward and go, hey, I know I'm old and senile, but put me in charge. And I know that there's a border crisis. And I know I can't get a handle on this virus. And I know that I tried, uh, you know, uh, ending an 18-year-old, 18-year war and that that didn't go well. Like, just can you start trouble, start some shit with the countries that don't have nuclear weapons? There's so many countries that we can invade. Go back to Vietnam. Let's go to war in Vietnam again. 
I mean, it's obvious. I guess people need their war profits, but let's just start shit from people that aren't, you know, with nuclear neighbors. Let's just do that. And also, I mean, this is how fucking uh, dumb Biden is. If we did it, let's just say like it went to the point where we're really in a war. I could see him just opening up the nuclear case and he's like, wait, what, what button am I supposed to press? Why is there a keyboard here? Why, am I supposed to send him an email? If I send him an email, will they even get it? <clears throat> will they get the email b- before the nukes go off? How, how does it work? Wait, if someone get my grandkids on the phone, man. They're, they're much better with the tech stuff. I, I bet I bet they would know what button to press, but anyone got a teleprompter with instructions? I don't know what to do unless, unless there's a teleprompter. Where's the remote? I swear when I bought this thing, it came, it came with the remote. And now his newest thing is he goes, well, listen, if I, if the Russians go in there, he's like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll sanctify. Well, I, I mean, we're going to do sanctions. We'll, we'll, we're going to sanctify them with, with sanctions. We're going to, we're going to clean them. And here's the problem with the sanctions. I, I don't even know if we can win the sanctions game. I mean, is there any sanction greater than if China and Russia decided that they weren't going to use the U.S. dollar anymore? Like, and and here's, that's basically what we're threatening with them with. Our threat to them is like, hey, listen, if uh, if you don't start behaving yourselves, then uh, we're going to say no more humorous dollars. And then they're like, all right, well, then we just won't use them. And they're like, wait, wait, you can't not use U.S. dollars. This is almost like if you sent your kid to their room, but he had VR goggles. And so he just had all the porn. Like when I was a kid, the only porn we had was like the little free previews. And I would sit at home all night and look at breasts like uh, it was my homework for the night. And so I needed to find every single available website that had three pictures on the free preview site. How do you send kids to the room? All right, I wasn't trying to talk about kids in the room. I was trying to talk about Russia, that we're all threatening them like, well, you're going to have sanctions and we're not going to let you use the U.S. dollars. And they don't even want to use U.S. dollars. And here's the thing. Putin, he's moving away from the dollar. And then here, this is from the Wall Street uh, Journal. And weighing these options, the officials are having to assess how far Beijing would go to help Moscow by marshalling the resources of the world's second largest economy to increase trade and supply financing and sanctioning goods. People familiar with the administration discuss on the matter said. So far, these people said the administration sees Beijing as unlikely to interfere substantially with any U.S. restrictions. All right. But this is coming from the administration. And they keep saying that Ukraine was going to invade yesterday. They kept saying all like so the fact that people familiar with the administration are saying that China would get our side. And then they're like, also, here's the next part. They're like, we're not going to have to worry about China, whether or not they're going to get our side if we go to war with Russia, because any U.S. restrictions that could jeopardize Chinese companies' access to the U.S., large domestic market, deep financial networks, and critical technologies. Yeah, but then if we threaten China for not getting our back with Russia, and then China gets Russia, that's going to fuck us over too. We don't come out as winners here. And I don't get it. It's like we finally seem to be breaking through the government pretending like we had to stay in our houses over coronavirus. They kept that thing going for two years. Honorable truckers who are out there just getting their shit kicked in right now. They showed the world leaders, hey, we can honk horns and we'll show up in masses. And then if you don't live in a country like Canada, will they let you just invoke emergency powers for non-emergencies and strip people's rights away to peacefully protest? Uh, then because other countries, you know, they won't let you do that. In Canada, you, you can just go, hey, it's an emergency. And then they'll go, all right, here, you can have all the power and, uh, you know, go kick the shit out of some truckers. You have fun. They voted for you, so you earned it. Uh, but in this country, you know, uh, 
I, I I forgot what I was getting at there. I got lost thinking about all those the, the 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 trucker stuff. I got those visions in my head. They creep in. It's like seeing ghosts. It's it's not cool what they're doing to those truckers out there. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's the ADD. We're gonna get to that topic in a second. Uh, but seriously, couldn't couldn't you guys have picked a better time to shut down our economies? Like we're finally the government's finally going. Listen, we'll quit pretending. Like if you're young, that this virus is going to kill you. We're going to admit to the fact that there's really nothing that we can do. And despite the fact that cases in New York City and other areas are higher than they've ever been, Fauci will finally stand forward and go, "Eh, you know what? It's up to local people to take care of this because there isn't one size fits all solution. Uh, Okay, so the world's finally seemingly getting better. Was now the time to pick a fight with Russia? And then here. This is uh, more on this. Should Beijing decide to aid Russia, the two could try to bypass the global financial system dominated by the U.S. by increasing trade in Chinese yuan and by using a nascent Chinese interbank payment system to cross-border finance instead of the dominant SWIFT system used worldwide. So as Biden's sitting here going, hey, we're going to threaten you. We're going to bring sanctions. You might not be able to use the dollar. I don't even know if we come out ahead in that. I don't think there will be any sanctions in the world greater than China and Russia working together and saying, you know what, we're done with the U.S. and we're done with the dollar. I'm pretty sure you want to talk about sanctions. That would just be like there would be no sanctions in the world that would possibly compare to China and U.S. being like, nope, we're done with the dollar. So I've got solutions. I know it's the middle of your weekend. You're waking up. You're hungover. You don't want me yelling about how the biggest dumbass in human history might be getting us into a firefight with Russia. So here's my solutions. First, we tell Russia to enjoy Ukraine. We just 180 on this. We go, you know what, Russia? You earned it. You, you've sat there patiently while we fought our wars. Uh, they're your neighbors. You know what? We're going to bow out respectively, and you guys enjoy it. Now, the problem with Russia taking over Ukraine is that uh, maybe they go into the Ganistans and then all of a sudden they've got all the materials that people need for these electric cars. So we make an announcement where we go, you know what? We're done with this uh, green energy stuff. We're going to start running our cars off of coal and not just that, but we're partnering with North Korea. And then we partner with North Korea. We start buying all the coal from North Korea so that China can't get that coal. And then North Korea becomes super cool and rich again. And then we let all the other world powers know, hey, listen, we're the people you want to work with. You work with us and we're going to give you all this money. And then we start bringing uh, uh, the King John uh, Il or Un. I don't know which in we're up to. And we start putting him on Dancing with the Stars. We have uh, celebrity programming of him with uh, with Dennis Rodman. We send him to the clubs. We pay for his bottle service. So he gets his dick sucked by everyone. Because American whores, they just see those numbers that he's putting up on Instagram. They see the lavish lifestyle. They don't even care about the concentration camps. Not That's not the way these women work. You show up to the club. You got all the money. You got the pictures of your Lambo you'll get your dick sucked. So that's what we do. We make King Jun un the newest, greatest leader in the entire world. And so everyone else out there knows there, hey, you work with the US and then you get the good money and then we keep our currency going. And at the same time, it's very obvious that our uh, political elites, they get profits from going to war. They want to go to war with someone. So let's just go back to going to war with countries that don't have nuclear. I, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is I'm anti-war. I think it's dumb. I think it costs us too much money. But the world leaders, 
They've just done an incredible thing where they said, hey, listen, if you don't let us go to war with shitty countries that don't have nuclear weapons, we'll start threatening to go to war with countries that do have nuclear weapons. And I'm going, you know what, political elites, you know what, deep state you win. Have your war with shitty, tiny countries. Run up the money. Just take what you need from us and just don't go to war with the nuclear countries. So maybe we go back to war with Vietnam. It's been a while since we've been there. You know, maybe we get it better the second time around. Like, you know, we fucked up pretty good the first time, but at least the the war machine, what, they get to milk like seven or eight years out of that thing? Uh, so, you know, I'm just saying at least change it up. And then here's the nice thing about if we start running our uh, our electricity um, from uh, from coal um, and we get rid of the need for these uh, for these batteries, we're just cutting out the middleman. You know what I mean? Like uh, instead of having to burn the coal and the electricity so that you can magically still, you know, get your non-green energy into your electric vehicle that probably doesn't last as long as a car, probably isn't as more as easily recyclable. Probably in 10 years from now, you end up with all sorts of issues because you ran these electric vehicles and how much better could gas combustion have gone? So I'm just saying, let's just cut the whole thing out and let's start running our cars directly off of coal. That's solution number one. Solution number two, like you watch UFC, these people want to fight, but they realize they can't kick each other in the balls. Like they want to have the fight, but they also get kicking each other in the nuts doesn't work. So maybe we just have to figure out a system where you just agree, hey, Russia and the U.S. will go to war and we just won't use nukes. And then you guys can have your fun little war without people like me who just want to yell from their apartment in Connecticut having to get vaporized a nuclear bomb, which brings us to what the better solution would be. Instead of us fighting fights for our overlords, why don't they just have a duel for Ukrainian profits? Just let Putin and, and, and Biden, they can go out there. They can, they can duel with each other. They can decide who gets to make money in Ukraine. And by the way, I love this picture. Uh, for those of you guys who are watching the podcast version, you guys can go, uh, you know, find the video on your own time. Uh, but I love the guy getting shot, basically reacting like C3. Oh, oh, heavens, I've been shot. That wasn't nice. He hit me in the chest. Oh, dear. That is going to hurt. All right. And then here was an article from uh, the NATO chief. This is, you know, you go to the head of NATO and then you really get the insights into whether or not we're going to go to war. Like you, you got to go to the top. Sometimes you get all these uh, these underlings, you get these gem sackies and they don't have the good information. But you go to the head chief of NATO. That's when you can get the hard hitting facts. And here's what he had to say that the uh, Russia could invade Ukraine without any warning at all. And, you know, that's really the bad part. Like what you if I'm gonna have someone come over, you, you gotta call first. You know what I mean? It's like the, if you're if you're the guy in the trench, I like that first trench that's right by Russia. I'm sure you're expecting a call that's like, uh, hey, just wanted to let you know this is Russia. We're a couple minutes out. You guys have your guns ready? Cool. We just wanted to make sure that you were ready for us because you know it's always annoying when you show up to a party and the host wasn't ready for you yet. So we just wanted to you know give you guys the 15 minute warning, make sure that you were prepared for us. And by the way. I'm going to make sure to stay daily because the information that I pull out of my ass, as long as I do this on a daily basis, you know, you don't do it on a regular basis and you don't keep that free flowing energy, uh, the direct line from the moon to your asshole where you can pull the hard hitting facts out. Uh, but the other week I was talking about trench warfare and this is from the wall street journal, which is ripping off Forbes. It's just a cycle of people ripping off other people in the news. Uh, but fuel air weapons burst over their targets, spreading a fuel vapor before exploding and igniting the fuel and creating a pressure wave that's twice as powerful as the form of a conventional artillery shell. Defense like trenches reportedly don't protect against the effects of fuel air explosives. So for anyone of you 
that thought you guys had it bad. Let's read this next paragraph. Ukrainian forces on the Eastern Front operate mostly out of trenches. So previous paragraph, trenches don't work. Secondary paragraph, the people in the Eastern Ukraine are mostly in trenches. And how do they build these trenches? Do they come in with cement? Do they come in with big old equipment and they big build you a nice trench to live out of? No. It, soldiers dig for themselves. The Times reported that the entrenched positions, the reported visitors, were covered with the plastic sheeting. So in other words, if you're a soldier in Ukraine, they basically send you out with a shovel and like, uh, yeah, you can just like dig a spot to die in. Like, uh, hopefully we don't go to war. Uh, but if we do, symbolically, uh, we, we have this uh, tradition going all the way back to World War One, where the soldiers sit in the trench and then they die. So, you know, their part is they do the invasion thing. It's like a play. And then our part is that we stand in trenches and we die. Uh, so if you could just build your own trench and, uh, you know, we really appreciate you taking part in this exercise of them invading and you being the soldier that dies in a trench. Why would anyone do that? Or are, are, are people are conscripted into the Ukrainian army? Or do you just go like, I'm going to, I'm going to show my loved ones the balls I have. Cause I'm willing to get into a trench and I'm sure I'll be okay. Cause they gave me a poncho to put over my head. So as long as I got this, this, this hole in the ground and this poncho above me, nothing can go wrong. I guess they're very, uh, they got good positive attitudes out there. Uh, and then of course the latest reports are, uh, that it's very high risk, uh, and then you read the paragraph and then they go, of course, there's no certainty about that. So it basically the intelligence briefing is like if someone was flipping a coin and then you had the intelligence officers come and they go, hey, listen, we've spent millions of dollars, billions of dollars. We've got an apparatus of intelligence and uh, it, it could be heads or tails. Uh, that's that's uh, we've done our homework on this. And uh, the outcome, why are we spending money on intelligence agencies to basically let us know, hey, it could happen. But it could also not happen. And if it could happen, it could be really, really bad. But it also might not even go down. But it could happen. And then, all right, if you want to know just how bad the reporting is in terms of everything going on in the Ukraine and the misinformation that they're giving us, here's from the Washington Post. The West braces for false flag operations by Kremlin as fighting in Eastern Europe, Ukraine escalates. The West braces for false flag operations. And do you really think that Russia can't afford real flags? I mean, how dumb do they think we, the American people, are that they're trying to pretend like Russia can't even afford flags? That doesn't even make sense. And then you want to know how wrong everyone's getting this? I mean, have you ever seen a picture? You're like, can you put that mask back on? Oh, my God. I think this is why Kamala's laughing all the time, is that she knows that for a person as unlikable and dumb as she is to be showing up and being the people responsible for these situations. How can you not laugh? She's actually the only humble person in all of government that every time she shows up and she's going to go somewhere, uh, she just is, has no choice but to laugh and go, oh, my God, I think I'm about to start World War Three because I'm totally unqualified to be here. And I'm so unlikable. I might be the thing that pushes this over the edge. And then, of course, our world leaders in America are saying Blinken says Russia playbook for an invasion of Ukraine is moving forward. But war can still be averted. And they're always referencing the process that, it, look, it's it's happening Hey, baby. Yeah, we're going to get married. I already made an appointment with the uh, jeweler so that we can uh, discuss how we might look at the jewelry and then we can have a secondary. The, the process has started. I mean, the, I can't actually say the process has started. I can't say that we're doing it. I can't say that it's going to happen. But I can tell you that this thing that would reference the fact that it might be going to happen has already begun.
All right, that's it for all the uh, the Russia talk, and uh, we got a lot of activity in the comments. I see you guys have been going nuts this whole time, probably to tell me the sound's not working, which would be hilarious. All right, let's go with uh, uh, Dr. Scotty Jones, who's here with the uh, with the ween symbol. So we'll read you first. They are certainly going to attack last Wednesday. How did that come out? They're in attack positions, and they've been given the green light. Who's given them the green light? What information do you have for us here? Abby Normal, I've heard that Kamala's a sassy girl. She last, oh, a gassy girl. I read that wrong, a sassy girl. You know what? If you could send me that article, I feel like that's a hot take. I also feel like that's why Hitler was going like this all the time. He was trying to get his farts out because he had a bad diet and like, and he was trying to like, you know, like he would like try and make that motion to help it come out and then also to try and like fling the air in other people's directions. And then people didn't realize he was doing that by farting and they thought he was saluting. And so they would do it back to him. And that's how the hail was started. Uh, so it could also be that Kamala's got this defense mechanism where she knows she's ripping some major ass and in order to cover up for the ripping major, <laughs> but like, you know, you, you wouldn't hear the fart cause she was actually, uh, covering up for it. All right, let's read a couple more comments and then we'll go into the next topic. All these fucking reporters just repeat verbatim what the swamp tells them. Wouldn't it be cool if in the White House there was like an actual swamp, like there was a room and you opened up the room and there was a talking swamp and the Budweiser frogs were just hanging out there. They were the, uh, they were the, uh, uh, the intermediaries between us and the lizard people. All right. Two more comments. It's a meth twitch. Um, Oh, that'd be fun if uh, if Kamala Harris was balls deep using some some uh, some meth. Abby Normal coming through with the history today, our history expert, letting us know that Hitler was in fact a master at throwing farts. Um, yeah, and by the way, that's why he got the mustache just underneath his nose because he was trying to concentrate it and block the stink of his own farts. Um, but he didn't like the feeling of a full mustache, and if you get a full mustache. Um, you get a little bit more downward pressure as the strands go down and actually leaves more room uh, by where your nostrils are. So he tried to get the concentrated Hitler stash, which is actually the best mustache for blocking the stench of your own farts. All of this is historically accurate. Um, and with that, we can move on to our uh, next topic here, um, which is for those of you smart enough to be like, hey, I don't know what's going on in Ukraine. I'm not sure if this is something that I really need to be concerned with. I'll bring you something that you do need to be concerned with, and that's Bill Gates says COVID risks have dramatically reduced, but another pandemic is coming, and he's the one person that would know this because he puts it together. You know what I mean? Like if one person would know about the future pandemic, you guys got to go read up and read this article because even in this article, he references the uh, incredible power of natural immunity. Uh, but then he says that for the next one. He added that the world should move faster in the future, develop and distribute vaccines, calling on governments to invest now. Because we all know that in uh, the time of the pandemic, how good of a job government did at spending its resources and navigating a response. What we needed to do is like, uh, we need to start doing that all the time. We need the CDC to be like in pandemic mode all the time so we can get ahead of the pandemics that don't even exist yet. And then here's Gates saying next time we should try and make it instead of two years, we should make it more like six months. And we've already gotten pretty good at stripping people's freedoms and forcing them to take things. So if we could speed that up a little bit quicker, what we need is for the vaccine companies, if they can get the approval a little bit quicker, if we can acknowledge, hey, they didn't really test it. So why not just not test it at all? 
Like we're already doing that with the booster regimen, right? There was no tests on getting boosted four or five times. There certainly wasn't any tests for that. So we've now created a new thing where you don't even need a test at all. So let's just do no tests. Let's get it out quicker. Let's forcibly get it into people's arms sooner. And if we can do all that, I mean, we could be fake done with the pandemic within six months. We can speed up the whole thing and then people can like get back to their lives. Like imagine this was fun. It just went on for a little bit too long. Two years was too much time. And now we're at Corona fatigue. But imagine if we could go through the whole life cycle of this, a panic solution, uh, nothing really being solved and government going, okay, we're going to let people make their own decisions, return to normal, find new thing to panic about. All right, now let's move on to the situation in uh, um, uh, Canada for you guys listening live. Maybe you have more insights into this as I do. I would like to know, are they still out there? Are they still honking? It's hard to keep track of all the chaos in Canada. So um, the good news is I found a video from one of the uh, um, leaders of, uh, of the uh, protests over there. And they've cloned Joe Rogan. So now uh, Canada, we're here with Keith. This is our legal representation out here. He's got a little bit of info for you for the, the letters that have been being left on everybody's doorsteps by Ottawa City Police today. This is important information to everybody. Now, he doesn't sound like Joe Rogan, but that's because this uh, version of Joe Rogan was raised in Canada. He's a little bit more polite. He doesn't quite have uh, the same uh, uh, MMA skills. So he doesn't have that confidence. He doesn't have the $200 million. So he doesn't talk quite as forcibly. But the good news is they have figured out ways to clone Joe Rogan. And so Joe Rogan is going to be able to uh, bring his uh, Joe Roganisms to all sorts of nations. All right. And then let's continue. Let's hear what the lawyer had to say. He needs to get the self. Keith. Hi there. I'm uh, legal counsel to the not-for-profit Freedom Convoy. Uh, the federal government released a new pro proclamation last night under the Emergencies Act, and the legal wording of it is clear. It doesn't say what the police are telling you it says. It clearly, the legal proclamation that was issued by the federal government continues to allow for peaceful protests. It allows for peaceful assembly. It allows for Canadians who are concerned about their charter rights and who want to bring their children to participate in the restoration of their future rights. So here's why this isn't helpful is that the guy who's a lawyer is letting you know that it's uh, still legal to protest, except that doesn't really help when they're changing the laws. Like it's legal to leave your house unless there's an emergency. Uh, and Trudeau just decided that this was an emergency. So how do you even really know what the laws are when they're just inventing new laws? So yeah, if there was like actual laws in a legal system, maybe what you're doing is legal. But when the country just decides, hey, uh, Trudeau's in charge and, you know, he gets to make things up and take away people's freedoms, you can't go, well, it's illegal to take away our freedoms. It's called living in a dictatorship. So, you know, I, I, I'm not saying that the lawyer's wrong. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, All right, Canada, we're here with Keith. All right. Next video is uh, this was a fun one. If you want to see just how good Trudeau is at ignoring people and lying, we're not going to watch the full five minutes. But here uh, we've got one guy really good at yelling and he's like, all right, we got a whole conservative party, but I'm the best at yelling. So let me get up and, and I'll yell the most and I'll yell the loudest and I'll yell the firmest. And then Trudeau's like, all right, I'm going to ignore what you just yelled about and just say that what I'm doing is for safety. So here we can actually watch the clip of that. Parties, parties. Parkland. 
Mr. Speaker, I've never seen such shameful and dishonorable remarks coming from this Prime Minister. My great-grandfather flew over 30 missions over Nazi Germany. My great-great-uncle's body lies at the bottom of the English Channel. There are members of this Conservative caucus who are the descendants of victims of the Holocaust. For the Prime Minister to accuse any colleague in this House of standing with the swastika is shameful. I'm giving the Prime Minister an opportunity. I'm calling on him to unreservedly apologize for this shameful remark. Hey, 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 hear ye, hear ye, Mr. Speaker, these illegal blockades that have continued to interfere with people's livelihoods, to interfere with people's uh, people's daily lives, uh, have have to interrupt the honourable prime minister. Mr. Speaker, uh, I'd like to remind you that I'm very good at ignoring what the colleagues over there just said, and I'd like to just remind everyone that I will say claims about safety and caring and protecting the will of the people. And it doesn't matter how much they protest and how much they seem to not like what I have to say. And it doesn't matter if they're out there and there's kids and there's widespread support. I will continue to claim that what I'm doing is for their safety. You guys, if you want to watch more of that, you you can uh, you can watch a full five minutes of them yelling at him. Hey, apologize. We're Jews and you called us Nazis. And then him going, well, it's for the safety of the people. And then we had said, I thought there was probably a reporter handed a Nazi flag to some dude and like, shit, we've spent a whole day out here. A whole day we're out here. We're trying to take pictures and we can't get a single picture of a guy out here with the Nazi flag. You're telling me one asshole couldn't just come out here and pretend like he was a redneck with the conservative flag. I, uh, there's, there's nothing. I, I'm, all I'm seeing is nice, uh, nice Canadian truckers. How am I, how am I supposed to get a single picture that I can put onto the newspaper and pretend like that represented everything that took place here today? If not one asshole is going to show up with the Nazi flag. So here is an eyewitness about the one Nazi flag that was out there. I figured it was the feds, but uh, apparently it was just it was an idiot. So here here's the eyewitness reporting. My last video asked for proof of a Nazi flag at the convoy and you guys sent me this clip. I was here the first day of Ground Zero. I actually spoke on stage. I actually saw the guy with the swastika flag. So it was a real thing. It was it. a real thing. But this is what they didn't tell you. He was going around with the flag saying, is this what you want for our country? Really? This is what Trudeau is going to turn our flag into if we allow this draconian fascism to continue. Is this what you want the Maple Leaf to re be replaced by? This is what we're heading to, people. And he was speaking with a European accent. So it was a guy talking out again. I mean, guy's an idiot. You show up with the Nazi flag, you're going to make the paper and they're going to pretend like you were a Nazi. So you can't really show up with the Nazi flag and go, hey, let's not turn into this. That doesn't work. You're not going to get quoted properly. Uh, but at least according to this one guy off a TikTok channel, that's the best place for information at this point. I'm not on TikTok, but unless you just go on Twitter and just believe the random things that you see posted by people, you're not going to be in the know on anything. And so on that note, as they say, hey, we've invoked emergency powers. And because of our emergency powers in the name of freedom and responsibility, uh, we're, you know, we're going to get rid of this dangerous, peaceful protest. Um, here's a really terrible video of a trucker getting the shit kicked out of him. Not only 
does the trucker get the shit kicked out of him? Listen to the coverage. Yeah, I was just going to interject there and just say, yes, I want, I want to bring to our viewers' attention that we're watching live images right now of what is happening in Ottawa, and it appears that there is another arrest. Uh, it's just cheerful. It's like they're doing the, the Sunday morning broadcast, and, oh, yes, it will be sunny today, and I hope that you bring muffins when you go to your grandmother's for a picnic, because when it's Sunday and the weather's as nice as this, what better time to visit grandma? We all know how like how much she likes the blueberries. When you put the blueberries in the muffin, you could get a MMA broadcast going in there, and there the cop has him in side control and knees him. Oh my God! I hope the ref steps in. That looks like he injured him, and uh, despite the fact that he's down and out for the count, the ref is not. Oh my God! He's kneeing him again, and he's kneeing him again. This is too much. I mean, I, I, I who knows? By the way, how much footage exists of cops really just being dicks, but. Uh, I mean, who knows? I didn't see what happened beforehand. Maybe this guy uh, uh, said, I've got a bomb somewhere, and now they're torturing him to get the information out of him. I can't see. I don't know everything that's happening, uh, but that does seem to be excessive force in this one random video that I saw on Twitter. Uh, more information coming later in the week, because this Saturday deep dive that's taking place on a Sunday with Steven is, is supposed to be about uh, Rona. So, you know, we're going to do deep dive on the truckers uh, later in the week. And then here's one more video, which luckily it would appear that even though the truckers uh, in Ottawa have been cleared out, it seems like the bells of freedom have rung throughout Canada and people are showing up to different cities and showing their support. Incredible, the outpouring of racists in Canada. Who would have thought that there were so many fringe racists in Canada uh, who would oppose Trudeau and oppose everything that the government's doing? I mean, it's, it, it's sad that this is what Canada's turned into, uh, just one giant country of racist individuals. All right, let's take a couple comments, and then we're going to move on uh, to our next topic here. Uh, we've got, uh, wean guy again, once again with, he's too weak to apologize. And then we'll take one more comment. Uh, they were supposed to have meetings about the superpowers and Justin canceled them. So he gets to keep them. I know that how, what a great, uh, uh, dictator move where you go, Hey, listen, this is a democracy. And so we get together and we discuss things and, uh, but this time we're not going to have a discussion because this time it's too important. It's too much of an emergency for us to possibly have discussions. Uh, yeah, I don't know the full extent of that, but so uh, people listening, apparently what happened was he invoked emergency powers. And then I guess they're supposed to have like their version of Congress with the boof, the goofy looking uh, um, uh, pilgrim leader guy looks like uh, dresses. I, I don't know why they have to address the speaker. How, what is that system? Is the, Does the speaker have more like uh, power than the prime minister? that the prime minister has got to show up and address the speaker, like the speaker's the king or Mr. Speaker, what I would tell you to tell the other, well, the guy, the guy's right there. You can just say it to him. And Mr. Speaker, when he said that uh, I'm over here, you can just talk to me. You can just talk right here. I don't really understand that. What a great job. You just get to sit there, put on a weird outfit, and then everyone's got to talk to you instead of just talking to them. And you get to collect a paycheck. That's a pretty good deal. All right. Tim, the ancient, 
Do you think if the rules are reversed, we would be complaining about the truckers blocking traffic, say if they were BLM truckers somehow? Tim the Ancient, you got to go down the archive or run your mouth. So you're behind uh, because, yes, I have admitted that um, I am siding with the truckers, but that if this was BLM people, I probably would not be on their side and that there are some inconsistencies there and uh, some things for me to think about. But then I moved on to other topics and I didn't really quite think about it. Uh, but if you went down the run your mouth archives and you actually did your homework before randomly showing up and commenting, uh, you should have known that I've addressed my own mental inconsistencies here. All right. Last uh, comment. It's kind of embarrassing to watch. Fair enough. Actually, Tim the Ancient, I'm going to address this because I just had a thought in my head. And the second I have a thought, I try not to think too deeply. I just try and pull it out of my ass and go for it. Uh, the BLM protesters, protesters were violent. And I didn't think that they were actually speaking to a good message and that it wasn't a message of being anti-violence or police power for all people. It seemed to be more pushing an agenda of a socialist movement and a socialist movement that people have made a lot of money on. There were a lot of uh, divisiveness to it. Now, that's not to say I understand where a lot of people are coming from. And I understand why people don't want to see cops. And like, I understand why black people are particularly like, holy shit, why is this only happening to us? All that being said, if the message was, hey, let's not have killer cops, let's not have cops that are able to just do this to people, first, I would get behind that. And second, if it was nonviolent, then I would get behind that. In this case, it's people fighting for freedom and doing it in a nonviolent fashion. Uh, and I could just kind of like the fact because it's almost like the underdog that's more fun to root for that they are um, like blue collar truckers. Um, and like, I like to say my kind of people, even though they're not, I'm a middle-class Jew from Connecticut. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, there you go. I addressed the, the inconsistencies as to why I'm here to tr uh, support the truckers. But if it was a BLM movement, I'd be like, can someone get these idiots out of the road? All right, moving on. Uh, we've got big news out of uh, England. Queen Elizabeth II has uh, COVID. And Prince Andrew popped positive for being a pedophile. Uh, so, you know, the family's going through quite a bit. According to The Guardian, she's reportedly experiencing mild cold-like symptoms, but expects to be able to continue performing light duties. And what are the light, like, what does she even do? What, what are these light duties? She just parades around in wealth that her family stole from India 100 years ago? Is that even true? I don't know history that well, but what are these? Oh, don't worry. She's going to be back to work. Back to work doing what? What do these people do? And fucking Prince Harry, of course, is saying he doesn't feel safe bringing his kids to the UK. But this is also a guy who doesn't feel uh, comfortable confronting his incredibly hot wife unless he's had 45 minutes to do breathing exercises uh, and confront his own anxiety in the morning. Uh, so, you know, but good luck with Prince Harry because he's fully committed to being king bitch. He's trying to he's trying to ride this woke train to the top where he's trying to be like, oh, listen, Despite, this is how much of a bitch I am. Despite the fact that I can afford private security, I'm unbelievably wealthy. I can't go back to this country because I'm afraid. And that's how afraid I am. So any problems that you have that are real problems, just think about how much worse I am because my problems are fictionalized in my brain. So I'm even weaker and more pathetic than you are. And so therefore I should be your, your leader because I'm the best at being pathetic. No one's better at being pathetic than I am. So when we restructure the world around this woke thing of whoever can complain the loudest and be the biggest bitch, I can be king bitch. Look at me. I'm the best at doing it. 
And then, of course, we've got AOC, who uh, was busted for traveling in first class. And I'd like to explain AOC to people. I, I think people misunderstand AOC. I want to clarify, it's not that she doesn't want nice things. She just thinks that everybody should have nice things and that other people should pay for it and that there's a way that we can have that much wealth without using fossil fuels. So it's not that she thinks that people shouldn't have nice, it's that everyone should be able to have really nice things, including being in first class. Other people should pay for it. And we should be able to do that in a way that doesn't actually use up any of the climate or uh, you know impact the globe in any way. So I just wanted to clarify, um, she believes in, in fairies and fairy dust and magic. And so people shouldn't think that she's being a hypocrite. She's not a hypocrite. You're just not quite getting her vision of this magical fantasy land that we could all, and if we all just shared in that fantasy land, um, then, you know, we could starve, but we could be using our imaginations. Have you never watched a Disney movie on the power of our imaginations? If we all maybe sat down and hold hands and just let AOC share her, her like vision for like, I just think everyone, like I sat in first class and it was like, you know, cause in coach, like it's so cramped. Even my tits hurt. Cause like my arms, they, they squeeze against them and, and my nipples, they, they start rubbing against like my shirt and they hurt. And so I got to sit in first class, but everyone should like be able to sit in first class. Why is it only me? Why am I only running? And then lastly, we've got uh Jean Lou Brunel Epstein's associate was found dead in a prison cell. Uh, and, uh, if he's guilty of anything, it's wearing those pants. How does that work? Do you hit like a level of wealth? where like you almost turn to your wife before going to a party and go, honey, are you sure if I wear these, I'll be the biggest douche in the party. I, I need to make sure I'm, I got the douchiest possible pants. Uh, and then I love this picture of just Lane. Who's trying to be like, Hey guys, I have tits too. Forget the girls. You can just look at my, I got big old juicy adult knockers. Forget about those kids. I don't even know if that is just Lane. And uh, here's this guy wearing an Israeli army shirt just to remind you all that none of these people are dead. Uh, Mossad is just the best in the world at retrieving their assets. Not every nation can, you know, pretend like people have uh, have died in prison cells. Uh, these people are the best at it. And, uh, you know, now that all this information is coming out with the Durham's and they're coming after the Clintons, they didn't realize they had to expedite getting the people uh, out of jails and back into Israel. And now I got to track down Steven. I thought Steven would be here. I thought he'd be, uh, maybe he's here and I just don't see him. I want to get into my deep dive. Uh, I don't know. All right. Hopefully Steven will be with us shortly. If not, I might, uh, I might have to stop the stream and start a new stream, or maybe I'll take some, uh, no, I'll probably just stop the stream and start a new stream. Uh, so here are some of the deep dive questions. I'll give you guys a tease about what we're about to get into. What's more inflated COVID deaths or currency? Are mortality, mortality tables having their oh shit moment? Could therapeutics have saved the human race? Is Fauci winning the backpedaling race? And are COVID ghosts real, uh, which is unknown COVID status at a time of hospitalization, just be labeled as COVID? Uh, I'm going to leave the stream in a second, see if I can track down uh, Steven, who, uh, you know, maybe maybe bailed on me. Maybe uh, maybe this was the, the episode and we'll have to deep dive another time. Uh, but let's take a couple comments and then uh, I'm going to go track down Steven, maybe start a new stream. When is the AOC sex tape coming out? I'm a buyer. That's a good question. Abby Normal, you got some insights on this? When is that tape coming out? Uh, this is from Dr. Scotty Jones R. I don't know. Maybe you're correcting my grammar or something. Uh, they hang down uh, near the Pelosi zone. Don't know what that means either. 
Uh, last comments of the day. Those are weirdo pants. These people are weirdos. Those pants are like a uniform. Yeah, you see anyone wearing pants like that, you got to be like, dude, are you, uh, you doing some creepy shit out here? What's up with those pants? I've seen other people wear pants like that. I don't want to be discriminating against people who wear a particular style of pants. But I'm just saying the other people I've seen wearing those pants, they've been doing some pedo shit. So uh, I'm just trying to, you know, do what I can for other kids out there and make sure uh, you ain't doing anything too weird if you're going out in those pants. All right, last comment. I've been trying to bang her. But my wife won't let me. Well, you got to get a cooler wife. If you've actually got an opportunity on the table to bang AOC and the only thing holding you back is your wife, it's time for a new wife. And I feel like that's as good of a time as anyway as any to. Uh, all right, guys, I'm going to be up in New Hampshire. Uh, so come. We're doing a live run your mouth. I'm going to be having uh, Jeremy Kaufman on who uh, is uh, I believe he runs and owns Odyssey. And uh, I'm hoping to migrate completely off of YouTube in the near future. So I'm looking forward to having a conversation with him about uh you know, content in other places and getting people to actually follow you there and watch that said content. Uh, because I can, I can stand by the fact that the people at Odyssey are not interested in censorship in any capacity, and they're actually a totally free platform. Uh, and so as I've been censored more than once by the YouTube people, I really do respect and appreciate what they're doing. Also, I hate tech support. They got people on their team that will actually get back to me on simple shit. So I, I got a lot of respect. I do like those people quite a bit. I've met uh, Jeremy once. He was a cool dude. He says wild shit on Twitter. He's running for Senate. So that's going to be fun. Other than that, we're doing a uh, stand-up. It's going to be myself, BK Chris, and uh, Andy Melifonari. Uh, come to Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. I am game. You got a, you got a, you got a yard? Can we do some, uh, some summer porch tour action? I got to start setting up some gigs. Uh, there's a lot of things that have to get done. One is I've made this room so quiet that I need headphones because I'm yelling just to hear myself. I, and I don't know how that's coming across to you guys. You're like, why is he yelling? It's because I literally can't hear. Well, it's partially the ringing in my ears from Ween. And then it's partially that I've managed to make this room so quiet that I have to yell just to hear myself. And then I'm like, can they even hear me? I've got important information about truckers and Trudeau. Uh, other than that, you'll create them home with a $6 kilo sheathunderwear.com. Uh, it's a uh, dude. If you're not wearing sheath, like, you know, just go get yourself a pair, try it out. I promise you, you're going to be walking around. It's going to feel like you're floating. Cause you're like, I didn't realize how annoying it was when my balls are all bunched up and sticking to my legs. All right. Link your other platforms in uh description. That is a good idea. And I'm going to start doing that. Good point. Came through at the end. Dr. Scotty Jones, this whole episode, you're throwing out nonsense, makes no sense. And then finally he said something that makes sense. Uh, love stream with Lewis while he plays children games on Twitch. What like Lewis should just do his show. And then I should just be in the background yelling the news the whole time. Um, yes, you are yelling. It's a little strange, but it's all good. That's coming from Michael with an M. Uh, yeah. What are you going to do? You know, I like to pretend like I'm doing the, the show, uh, while calling in, uh, an air raid on my neighbors. Um, ween, how was the show? Uh, to be honest, I had a great time. And there were some great moments, but they were a little sloppy. It was not the best I've ever seen of uh, of Ween, but I did enjoy myself. I will be going back tonight, except hopefully behaving myself because I went a little bit too hard. All right, that is it for this broadcast. Let me go track down Steven, and we're going to start a new show in a couple minutes. And I uh, hope to see you guys there.